Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. August 6, 2020. The Watermelon Ban. 127 Kisses. Being Naked on Stage. Pinball, and Personality Types. This, is, Awesome, Today. Awesome Today, is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing good. I had to think about it, but I, I can affirm that I'm doing good or well, depending on your grammatical preferences. Excellent. Thank you for differentiating. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So I guess today would be August 6th. In fact, it is. Still 2020. <laughs> Every damn day. Every day that passes, we're that much closer to the trumpets and bell ringing of my birthday. Oh, that's right. Yes. I don't know why that excites me. I'm old and getting older, and I've already gotten all of my presents. Yeah, you so definitely have gotten all your presents. It's basically just going to be another day. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see. we'll see what we can do. Well, why don't you fire us up here? Well, I think we should start right here in 1911. Lucille Desiree Ball is born. In Jamestown, New York, a city I've been to a number of times. You have. You have. They are very proud of being the birthplace, as they should be, of, sure. of Lucy Ball. Lucille Ball, uh, she and her husband at the time, Desi Arnaz, starred in the sitcom I Love Lucy. Did you watch that as a kid? I've never, and I mean never, seen one entire episode of I Love Lucy. Very young. Very young. I can remember the, of course, there were black and white yes. reruns. Yes. Coming on, you talk about a difference in television. Yeah. Their bedroom was two separate single beds mm -hmm. separated by a nightstand. Indeed, because how scandalous <laughs> yep. for married people to right. share a bed. Even if they you? were married in real life, it didn't matter. I know. They wouldn't even let you hint at the idea. And it never showed them in bed. Yeah. 
just as it was, you know, a shot was in the bedroom, you couldn't allow anyone's mind to wander into that yes. raciness. It worked, you know, obviously there was never any sexual impropriety before. That's right. Before the Brady Bunch started showing Carol and Bob, Bob together in bed. Wasn't that his name, Bob I Brady? Don't, I don't think so. What was his name? I feel like it was Bob. It feels wrong. It could be right. It feels wrong. I'm just saying. Um, Mike. Mike. It's Mike. <laughs> Everybody was screaming, it's Mike, you idiots. It's Mike Brady. It's my favorite thing to do is say things wrong on a podcast. It, well. <laughs> or not know yeah. something. I love it. I enjoy it. Because I am the phone screamer. When somebody doesn't yeah. know a thing or they say yeah. it wrong, I will out loud, no matter where I am, right. in Target, walking the dogs, in our kitchen, I will scream at people. And it doesn't it matter right. if you're not on the phone with them. You'll just scream into your phone. Into yeah, their yeah, face, yeah, yeah. Of course. They being me. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot too. That's why I don't go to Target with you anymore. <laughs> this is the home of face screaming. That should be their new commercial. Uh -huh. Yes. I'll talk to them. Good. Okay. Got connections there. Mm -hmm. Well, 1916, watermelons have proved to be the bane of existence for army officials. They were actually banned in El Paso. I'm right there with There is an army base there now. My dad actually was stationed That's there right. at one point. Yes. Um, evidently, the rinds yep. of the watermelons. And you're, you keep in mind here, we're talking about feeding Military. It's not like you know a watermelon. No, they're they're feeding a base full of people. So the rinds, well, you can't burn them, right? Because they're wet. Yeah. And there's no great way to dispose of them. And guess what? Flies love that sweet, sweet watermelon yeah. juice. It was like the eighth plague, just yeah, or however many plagues. I don't know. I probably just exposed my own idiocy. I deserve the flies. I mean, I think there's seven plagues. Yeah, but this would be the eighth. Then there you go. You're right. But then I was thinking, were there seven or were there five? Most things in the Bible are seven or 40, so. Or threes or tens. Okay. I tens think you're safe for completion. seven. Okay. Well, I'm guessing Wait. it. We have a fly here. Did you get watermelon today? No, because I, fly. I am tracking right there with you, U.S. Army. I also hate watermelon. You yeah. know what? If you try to be a responsible human and take your watermelon rinds out to the compost pit, you know what you get next? Maggots. That and possums and raccoons. Okay. I'd and rather have Go ahead. possums and raccoons than maggots, believe it or not. Even just the word, the name maggot, it's so disgusting. It is. I amazing. hate them, little writhing, yeah. hungry nasties. They're nasty. They're very nasty. Gah, I also Get them out of here. Raccoons and possums are nasty. Even if you live smack dab in the middle of town, they will find your compost pit. They but will be attracted you, by the watermelon. If you yell at them, they will run away. Maybe. They'll at Not, least, they might flex at you, but you can run them off. You can yeah. yell at a maggot all day long. It's going nowhere. Nowhere. I hope no one's eating their breakfast as they listen. Well, <laughs> don't eat maggots for breakfast. Blah. That's a pretty uh -oh. simple one, right? Let's move on. I'm Please. grossed out. 1926, yes. a decade later. <laughs> yes. The movie Don Juan is released by Warner Brothers. This is not what some people may be thinking of. The 1995 Don Juan DeMarco starring Johnny Depp. Different movie and, in fact, different screenplay. It's not... Oh. Depp's version was not a remake of the original. Oh. It was a... That was a, a twist on the story. Okay. Um, the original was inspired by, of course, the legend of Don Juan DeMarco of uh, 
Lord Byron's 1821 epic poem in the same name. Yes. This is quite a racy film for 1926. It had the most kisses in film history coming in at a count of 127. That's a lot of smooching. If it was an hour long, that's more than two kisses a minute. Holy Moses. Right? Surely it was a little more than an hour long, right? I don't know. I wasn't there. I That is very racy. It is. It's a lot. Oh, the fly is back. He's in my face. <laughs> Don Juan. So embarrassed. It's such a, he was such a womanizing character. But that even for that, it seems like an excessive amount of kissing. It's a lot of kissing. I'm wondering what kind of actor does that, mm. you know? I'm wondering, was there a rating system back then? I don't believe so, no. Sounds like it would have been rated X back in the day. Well, if it wasn't, it is now. Well, this was not. Okay, go ahead. Or we can just cancel it either way. <laughs> that seems like the hot new thing, right? Yes. Um, something that was not racy. Yes, not at all. 1964, Ecclesium Suam is published. It's an encyclical but, uh, written by Pope Paul VI of the Catholic Church. Uh, given at St. Peter's in Rome on the Feast of the Transfiguration. The document identifies the Catholic Church with the body of Christ and also identifies the Virgin Mary as the ideal of Christian perfection. Now, Indeed. It's like encyclicals are not always easy to read, but they are very good reads. They are good reads, quite often. And I think this was something I was very confused about, both before being... Catholic before getting all cathold, um, and then early in the early days thereof. An encyclical is not something that's dropped to say, hey, here's what we're going to believe now. No. That's not how it works. Right. The Catholic Church has effectively had the same beliefs for 2,000 years. The only time things really are bothered to be put down extensively in writing yes. is when there's been some type of significant pushback against that because people are wanting to change things. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that the church is declaring, well, here's what we're going to believe now. It's like, no, look, we've heard out, you know, whatever this new group had to say. And we just want to clarify for everybody, you know, this is in fact the faith that was passed on from apostle to on the way, all the way down the line. So, yes. yeah, um, I know... Hmm. It feels like at least the ninth century, at least that far back, I know we have some form of record of the celebration of the Transfiguration. Oh, okay. But even then it wasn't new. It was just decided let's have a, a feast An day. Feast, yeah. Yes. Because I don't I don't think early in uh feast days were a thing. It was more like let's try to not get martyred. Yeah, let's try not getting murdered. Let's try to figure out how to run a church on an international level. Yeah, yeah. Um, global, you know. Global level, that's what I mean to say. Or even universal, Catholic since that is kind of what Catholic level. means is universal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, um, encyclicals really, they can be a little theologically dense. I will say that Pope Francis's encyclicals are very easy to read. I mm -hmm, think mm -hmm. he, being a Jesuit and their emphasis on education, I don't know all of his background, but I do find his to be extremely readable. 
I so. went, and this is not for this, it, it's been a couple years back, I was reading through publications, some of which would have been encyclicals that were the result of ecumenical councils. Yeah. And let me tell you what, you go back to some of those old ones, and there may be a very long paragraph close to the length of an entire page that's a single sentence. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. And if you can labor through it and really comprehend the sentence, there is more juice packed into that starburst than hmm. you can imagine. It, they're overwhelming, but it's legit like one paragraph and you're like, okay, I need a breather. I'm done for today. Yes. It's a yeah, lot. It's, it's a lot, lot packed in there. But they're not, yeah, the, the more modern day ones are dumbed down for us idiots. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so also on August the 6th, 14 years later, on the Feast of the Transfiguration, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, Pope mm-hmm. Paul VI passes away from a heart attack. Perhaps it's a conspiracy. Maybe so. I don't know. Dogs, stop it. So 14 years later, what's 64 plus 14? 64 plus 14 would be 78, right? So then that must have been when Pope St. John Paul II was... I believe that's correct. Uh, ...ascended to the papacy. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Or was elevated to the elevated? papacy? I don't know. Okay. I just threw that in as another adjective. I have no idea. Okay. So there's that. Now, let's take, oh, a, let's take a hard left because we are going somewhere. Straight to hell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay, August 6th, 1989, O Calcutta, the revival production of that, closes at the Edison Theater in New York City after 5,959 performances. It is Broadway's fourth longest-running musical production after Chicago, A Chorus Line, and The Lion King. I had never heard of it. Neither had I. You had never heard of it. I do love musical theater, but I had never heard of this one. Let's get real clear really quickly it has nothing to do with the indian city of calcutta not a thing when we were first discussing this i was like i feel nervous about this this feels like it's gonna be problematic yeah Um, and it is just differently than you anticipated depending on your level of comfort with some things uh it is the show is a series of unrelated sketches that were mostly about sex yes dominated you could even say featuring a totally nude cast indeed both male and female actors so daniel radcliffe could have been right up there with him he probably wasn't even born yet depressingly enough that may have been what he acted in (laughs) the title comes not from the city in india but from a pen on the french oquel colpas 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 whatever meaning what an ass you have what right what can I get a t-shirt that says that? <laughs> Let's put it in the fridge and let people wonder. I don't know. I feel like I should have at least the English translation at least small underneath. Yes. Um, probably get me thrown out of mass if I ever wore it there. Possibly. Probably wouldn't wear it there. It's not appropriate. Probably wouldn't wear it at all, if yeah. we're being honest. But it's a tantalizing thought. Well, I would wear it if I were going to the play. Well, as well you should. Too bad I'm. it's not 1989 mm-hmm. anymore. You're a few decades late. Um, in talking about this play, the uh, actress Shelley Winters, who was quite a character herself, who had performed on stage and in films for more than 60 years, said, I think onstage nudity is disgusting, shameful, and damaging to all things American. But 
If I were 22 with a great body, it would have been artistic, tasteful, patriotic, and a progressive religious experience. Indeed. What a great comment. It is. That's the perfect way to sum up that play. Oh, Calcutta. I guess we'll not be able to see it unless they bring it back for another revival. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot to chew on. Mm-hmm. If you can... Never mind. Not appropriate. I think you better cut off your color yeah. commentary right now. Yeah. Or we're going to have to stop and start all over I again. brain wipe. <laughs> get, get it out of here. 2015. The world's largest pinball tournament ever held in Pittsburgh. If you were just not reading the notes right here and thinking largest pinball tournament, how many machines would you guess? The world's largest. Yeah. I would guess like a thousand. Okay. Well, you're not too far over shooting. 700 okay. machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even... I, pin, I mean, who who plays pinball anymore? I was going to ask, where are you on pinball? Is it thumbs up, thumbs down? I loved it as a kid. I loved it. Yeah, we had... Uh, Again, little town that I grew up in, and yeah. so you have. We did have a grocer there, or a grocery store, for <laughs> those of you who didn't put two and two together. Um, but we also had a gas station that served as a lot of things. Okay, it had uh, all the the hot bar of fried foods, mm. the burritos. The oh my gosh, burrito. the seasoned potato wedges. Sandwiches, fried chicken, chicken strips, all the fried things. Chicken gizzards. Does that help shut down the watering? I would eat a chicken, a fried chicken gizzard from a gas station right now. They're actually pretty good. And it wasn't like, you know, this crusty old gas. Everybody in town was eating there, so the food was fresh and rolling through. They actually even had a sit-in little dining area. Yeah. You know, then, of course, everything else a, a gas station slash convenience store would have. But they had... Just behind the seating area, uh, in a corner, before you, if you went past it, you'd be going to the bathrooms to try to buy your vending machine condoms in the bathroom on the sly. <laughs> but right outside the door, they had a pinball machine, and I spent my fair share of quarters there. The I didn't even make it. I didn't even make it to the machine. condom machine. All my quarters were gone. I was like, damn. Guess there's nothing going on but pinball for me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Foiled. Yep, that's good stuff. Um, let's see. Jumping ahead to 2020. Dang. That's this year. That, you cannot get more yeah. current than that. And in fact, this event is the morning of August the 5th. So Which, yesterday as you listen to yes. this. The FBI served a search warrant on the home of social media star Jake Paul. Hmm? Though the FBI has yet to confirm what prompted this raid, they did indicate that it was in connection with an ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. I've got my suspicions. Yeah. Well, obviously, the FBI is trying to figure out how somebody so dumb could have such a huge following. <laughs> that's, that's all I can figure out. It required an FBI investigation it's to be sure. One of the mysteries of the world at yeah. this point. Yep. I do have my suspicions. I don't want to say them out loud because I'd like to not be yeah, yeah. sued. But given their uh, fan base and just their whole situation, I've got some suspicions. Yes. So, also bringing us up to current. Um, almost all of you know, I'm sure that yesterday there was, or 
this week, I guess we should say. Yeah, day before yesterday yeah. for listeners. Yeah, there was an explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, the capital of Lebanon. Um, you know, at this time, there's still a lot of unknowns. However, there are reports that are leaking out that six years ago, uh, I would guess Lebanese officials, the government, mm-hmm. confiscated a shipment of ammonium nitrate estimated at 2,750 tons of it. It's We're talking about a port, and they confiscated yeah, yeah, this yeah. off of a ship. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, it would have been a significant deal. Yeah, uh, that it was being stored in a warehouse there in the in the port, and it had been there for six, six years. years. Yeah. Um, ammonium nitrate, you may not be familiar with it. I'm not really, but it is very intense, nasty stuff. It's an oxidizer, which means it draws oxygen in, mm-hmm. making combustion more intense. It's it's in fertilizer. It is. Yes. There are a lot of valuable uses for it, but then, yeah, this. So it's the same stuff that Timothy McVeigh used in the 1995 bombing of the Alfred P. Murrah building here in Oklahoma City. To give you an idea of the scope, when Timothy McVeigh bombed that building, he used two tons of ammonium nitrate. And those of us who are more intimately familiar know that it blew up. It disintegrated a large portion of a very large building. Yes, and that was with two tons. And so you can imagine that with nearly 3,000 tons that... Well, the video. The video. The is video insane. looks like the same kind of stuff you that we've seen from Hiroshima and Nagasaki it back in the day. It was does. insane. The just you can literally see the shockwave as it moves across yeah. the city. So this has been obviously very upsetting. Lots of many people around the world um, offering their support to Lebanon. Lebanon is a special country to me. I got to travel there in 2016. Beirut is truly one of the. Most wonderful, incredible cities. Beautiful, as you could see from the video, sits the, right there on the Mediterranean. Right. Um, or the Med, as cool people call it. <laughs> is that, wait a second. Is that what Club Med, is Club Med in the Mediterranean? I don't have any clue. Hmm. All I, I know about that for a while. is the bootleg making fun of Club Med stuff where yeah. referencing people who... Yeah. Vacation by faking an ailment to go to the hospital. Right. Of oh. which there's a surprisingly higher number than oh. you would imagine. And I've heard that That's referenced funny. as Club Med, but I don't believe we're talking about the same thing. That's not nearly as magical. Yeah. Well, it depends. Anyway, there's... <laughs> you enjoy opiates and Oh, whatnot, well, yes. Now, that's pretty true. Magical. That is very true. Um, anyway, there are many ways that you can support um, the people of Beirut and of Lebanon. We have friends there um, who we have met through Instagram and bonded over many things. I did check in with them. And while they are okay themselves, they live outside of the city a little bit. Um, the husband's sister was actually there in downtown. Oh my! Her building was destroyed when she was working there. The building was completely destroyed, but somehow she was okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, there are many ways you can support and give online. So um, feel free to take what you were going to spend on my birthday. That's very, and direct it there. It's very generous of you. So Okay, I have a topic that I wanted to bring up. Please do. So earlier this week, I think it was when we were recording on Monday, it was for Tuesday's episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked a little bit about routines and how I was feeling so fired up because I had a long to-do list. I had powered right through it. 
And before we sat down to record, I could sit down with the freedom and the excitement of having done that. Yes. And we talked a little bit about how a lot of times I feel like I don't get things done because, and, and you suggested it's a lack of routine mm-hmm. that causes a breakdown in efficiency for me. And I pushed back a little bit to say, I love routines by nature. Where I get off track is, and where that's different for you, is you have your routines, you do them. Mm-hmm. And if you have to kick children out of the way, right? kick a dog in the face. No, you I never do that. Not. You never do that. I only <laughs> kick children. <laughs> if, you know, if the... If there's a mild emergency happening, you just power through and you are not distracted. Yes. Now, I may have my routine, and no matter how much I may love it, you pointed out, I don't love it enough to kick puppies and children out of the way to get it done. You love something else (laughs) more. And I have the answer for it. Well, I have answers too, but go ahead. You go ahead. You want me to go ahead? You go first. Okay, because you, wanna, gonna, you gonna, want the last word? Well, I'm going to deep dive a little more. Okay. So. Well, you don't know what I'm getting ready to do. <laughs> I might be getting ready to take my shirt off and really get into this, old Calcutta. Take your shirt off, get greased up. Yeah. What's, what was it? Oh, that ass? <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. Don't don't unsubscribe. I'm not doing that. Sheesh. Now I'm, I'm blushing. Okay. My word. Of all the things you've said, that makes you blush. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what I would propose, and I'm not saying this about personality types. I'm mm-hmm. saying this about people. Okay. And specifically you, because I know you. You do. Um, I wouldn't dream of forcing this on other people, though I might suggest yes. that it's a good thing to ask yourself and examine. Yes. Um it's it's a twofold because I'm a man of twos. I have a two-prong approach. I have a two-prong thing. Okay. I will two-prong your two-prong. <laughs> One is how to say this. Um, <laughs> You're trying to figure out how to say it without offending me. No, no. I'm I'm trying to think just about how to how to make it concise and clear. Oh, okay. Without <clears throat> wasting words like I'm currently doing. Okay. Um. Oh, I'll, I'll start with I'll start with number two first while I try to think and talk at the sure. same time. Okay. Uh, the second one would be <clears throat> that now I'm drawing a complete blank. I just saw the fly again, and I'm I'm having a do you want me to freak do out my, movement? You want me to moment, movement movement <laughs> freak out movement? Wow, it's like a bowel movement of the freaking outness. You got yeah. me all spun up. You freaked yourself I out into a bowel I just movement. Had a cup of coffee. I crapped myself <laughs> in the chair. Now I can't show myself naked if I wanted to. It's completely ruined the moment. This is the worst first date we've ever had. <laughs> My word. Um, self-esteem. Yes. Is the second one. Okay. Self-esteem, and I, I feel like that's not even the perfect word. Self-respect. Self-respect. They're not the same thing exactly. Right. Um, but self-respect <laughs> to the point where you categorize loving someone else as mistreating yourself or allowing yourself to be mistreated yes and i don't think that's healthy no it's not it's martyrdom complex and i have it for sure it's worse because it's like the weird there are historically there are a weird version of martyrs there were there was a spinoff of the catholic 
faith long ago who whatever reason they decided the only way you could get to heaven is if you were martyred. So yeah. they would like run up and throw stones and hit soldiers with sticks, trying to incite them to murder them, martyr them so that they right. could go to heaven. Yeah. And that to me feels not quite as extreme mm-hmm. what you're doing, but a, a similar theme sometimes mm-hmm. resulting from a low opinion of self. Right. Um, and that's not good. It, it doesn't not. teach a good long-term lesson. Right. To the kids. Now I can't remember even remotely what the first one was, but it was stronger. Um, I have no idea. Maybe I'll well, remember it if you talk for a while. Okay. Well, what, the inciting thing for this for me was that you had said, and this is true, and I'm going to get into this, that, that I do love routines, but I love something more than mm-hmm. I love routines. One of our listeners, Mandy, um, pointed out in our sort of awesome hangout group on Facebook that she is an Enneagram 9 like I am. So I'm going to talk, I have, like I said, I've got a two-pronged okay, approach. Yeah. I'm going to talk Enneagram, I'm going to talk Myers-Briggs. Oh, man. Because Mandy said that her wife is an Enneagram 5 like you. Um, I want to say she's maybe like an ISFJ. No, wait, she's an Enneagram 1. That's what it was. Enneagram yeah, yeah. 1, INTJ, and you're an INTJ. Right, from what we've sneakily talked about before the camera was on. <laughs> yes. So Mandy's wife is an Enneagram 1. You're an Enneagram 5. There is, within Enneagram theory, there is a grouping called the competency triad. Enneagrams 1, 3, and 5 are part of this competency triad in that they, a lot of their view of self is wrapped up in how competent they are. Okay. And so for an Enneagram 5, they approach this um, primarily through knowing things. It's very important to you. On some levels, not you don't mm-hmm. think you have to know everything about everything. I'm thinking just because I cock my head and uh-huh. look up and to the right doesn't mean that I'm mentally calling bullshit. It means I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm testing it in my mind as you talk. Okay. So Enneagram 1s, um, instead of the knowledge component that Enneagram 5s have, Enneagram 1s are more focused on doing things the right way, the orderly way, rightness, um, is very important to Enneagram one. Okay. And then Enneagram threes are um, more, they're the more performer type, the more achievement driven type. So for them, competency is like being the first. I want to be first. I want to be the best in all the things that I'm attempting. And so I think that within the competency triad, because it does have to do with a view of self and whether you are being effective and effective, as a person in the world, mm-hmm. that it's easier to focus on what's going to allow me to be competent and shut out the um, uh, distractions. Because I forgot to say what Mandy said is that her wife, similar-ish personality stuff to you, can also just be like, okay, here's the thing. We're going to do it. We're going to get it done. Mandy, being like me in Enneagram 9, and she is an INFJ, I'm an ENFP, we tend to be like, there's kids and they're pulling on us and they have needs and they're distracting us. And how how do you shut that out? How do you put the blinders on to shut that out? Well, Enneagram 9, 2, and 7 are part of the positive outlook triad. So for us, our view of self actually is external, mm-hmm. whereas yours is more internal. Ours is external in that if everything around us is good and happy and positive, then I'm okay. Does that make sense? Kind of, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like we both desire 
that everything around us to be right and okay. We just have very different definitions of what that is. Is you think so? I do. Okay. Because you, I mean, we're both shooting for peace, right? <laughs> but yours, I feel like yours is you want an internal peace. Do you care if the kids are happy or not? Yes. I also have a different idea <laughs> of what that means. Okay. Is your kid happy if the, the bulk of their life is sitting in a chair in front of a computer watching, playing, interacting, and eating, and doing nothing, and being unhealthy, and sickly, and right non-functional. Now, see, in the moment, mm -hmm. I would identify and say, yeah, they're happy, because they're children, and they don't understand the bigger okay. context, and the bigger what is healthy, and I don't, and happy. I would, I would much rather, there can be peace and dissatisfaction in yes. a moment. yes. And it, I'm perfectly good with that so long as the dissatisfaction in the moment is geared towards something that's going to make the entirety and longevity of life better. Whether we're talking about a health issue right. or learning how to not get your way exactly in school, at work, all that. Right. Don't steal my thunder because now you're going into the Myers-Briggs part of well, this. <laughs> no. Maybe. no, that's a very good point. That's a very valid point. And so yeah. um, whereas... Those of us in the positive outlook triad, which again is um, two sevens and nines, we are like right there in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so, again, we're checking our own. Am I doing the thing that I'm meant to do as a person based on the positivity of those around us? Does that make sense? It does. Can I ask some questions? Yes, but I just want to reiterate. No, no reiterations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Double stamps. He's no take backs. Go ahead. I'm just messing with you. I just wanted to reiterate that this, the competency, it really is an intrinsic thing for you. I don't know. See, I don't know that I agree with that. Okay. Um, I look, I look at, again, I look at the environment. Mm -hmm. I look at what brings peace. I do, as any of us would, we all, we all understand and judge things by things that we already know or have experienced. Right. Sure. Uh -huh. And so I know what brings me peace. And I want that peace for the kids as well, for you as well. Sure. And so I push towards that and I would identify mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. as being different because you want peace, but at the gladly at the expense of your own. And I feel like it'd be such a stronger, and it may just be that this is how we're different. I don't know, but I feel like it'd be a so much stronger, more impactful lesson for them to learn how to go through life and claim peace for themselves. Right. Exampled through your interaction with them. Exactly. And I'm not, uh, that is a very valid view on this. Um, I think what I was, when I'm saying that you have this intrinsic motivation towards competency, when you're checking in with yourself about, are things okay? Am I doing good as a person? Mm -hmm. I feel like that you are more checking yourself against yourself. Like you don't look at our kids and say, how competent are they? That, that determines whether or not I am. I don't. Do you not? Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. And regularly the grade is low. <laughs> <laughs> because they have a mother who wants it to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. Yeah. 
Well, and that goes into the Myers-Briggs thing. So can I do one more oh, thing? Yes, please do. Okay. I usually the Enneagram stuff, you don't really have as much. I'm not so much living in the Enneagram as okay. I'm just talking and it maybe fits perfectly because I do in fact exist in the box that I don't believe that I exist in. That train is always right on time. I knew it was coming <laughs> to this conversation. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. Um, I think most often, most often, when I'm thinking of a task that requires a, or that would benefit from a procedure, yeah, that indicates that it's a task that is not my first choice of things to do. Okay. I mean, do you love... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Whatever, cleaning the toilet. Do you love doing no. laundry? Do you love. Just the things right. in life that we have to do. There's mm -hmm. many facets of being a social media woman, mm -hmm. some of which are wonderful, some that suck. Yes, I know. I've put on my dress and I've <laughs> rolled up my sleeves and we oh Rosied it and it sucked, right? <laughs> yes. Was that her name? Rosie the, Rosie the Riveter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so to me, the procedure is there. It's not for a, a competence. It's not for a, it's to say this, I don't like this, yeah. but it must be done. Sure. And I want a procedure that lets me do it as fast yeah. as I possibly can at an acceptable level so that sooner rather than later, I am back to doing what I want to do. Okay. You offered the perfect segue to talk about Myers-Briggs. Okay. Well, Briggs me. Okay. So as an INTJ, and again, Mandy's wife is an INTJ, you are part of the family called the Rationals. Mm -hmm. And so... Is that an insult? No. Okay. There's Just no, checking. They're Just all... Checking. They're, no, no. Half of it's insult. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so half that's not me. There's the, the four groupings in Myers-Briggs are the Rationals, the NT types, the... Um, the idealists, which I am, the NFs, um, the upholders, which are the SJs. And now I'm drawing a blank on what the SPs are generally called. Sometimes people call them artisans. Um, anyway. See, this is weird to me because I, I wonder if a lot of my behaviors are not by force. Yeah. Because I'm absolutely a creative. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But then I operate differently. Well here, okay, this is by a, choice. This is a this is a sidestep. For a long time I thought you were an ISTJ, an SJ type. I think it's because your family of origin, all four no, not four. Your mother, your father, and your sister are all S types. And so I think that you are an intuitive by nature, 
but you speak and move in the realm of sensing really easily because that was how you grew up as in your family. Of origin. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I was nurtured out of my nature. Yes. Do you feel like that that may be, uh, we'll talk about this later because that's, that's a pretty deep dive into your family of origin stuff. Okay. 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 So as a rational type, it's absolutely first nature to you to say, what is the most rational way to do this? What mm-hmm. is the most efficient way? I don't want to do this part. I'm going to get it done so I can go live my life. For an NF type, an idealist type, we are, whereas an, a, a, a rational type has that intuition that's strongly connected to the T, to the thinking, to the objective mm-hmm. realm. Those of us who are NFs, we have our intuition strongly connected to the F, to the subjective realm. And so for us, we may say, okay, you know what? I've got my, I have my INTJ approved routine. If I can do it this way, I can get it done. And if we lived in a vacuum, we could absolutely still, well, probably not with the same quickness maybe as an INTJ, but we could stay on track and we could get it done. But the interjection of, especially people that we care about, not just mm-hmm. random phone calls and, and notifications on your phone. I'm talking about your children, a parent, a best friend. When that enters into the equation, it is extremely difficult and it feels like damage to who we are okay. to stay on to keep our blinders on and stay on the path of getting something done because it makes us feel like we are violating an ideal of sorts if we are ignoring the person who's bringing the interjection. Now, even if, if by accepting the interruption that ultimately you are damaging them in some way. See, and I think that it, it kind it takes a lot of growth to come to a place of seeing it that way. Okay. And I will say I am definitely trying to move into a growth mindset and not a fixed mindset, moving into a growth mindset. But, you know, I'm 43 years old and we've been parenting for 15 years. Yeah. And so for many... That's why we had so many. We knew we'd screw up the first five. <laughs> um, I just broke this beaded bracelet I was playing with. That's how mm. intensely I feel about yeah. personality stuff. <laughs> I hooked it while I was sitting here talking to you about it. Um, Don't don't fiddle with me. I'm afraid of what you'll break. (laughs) I wonder if NT types have the capacity to be more future oriented, to see this may be painful in the moment for mom to say, no, get out of here. I'm working. But in the long run, it's teaching an objective lesson that the kids need to learn. I wonder if... NF types or are more tied to the present or maybe even to the past. And, and of course we all carry a lot of things from our own families of origin. And so for me who did not have a work at home mom, mm-hmm. and I think about that as a, a model and I think about like, you know, how would I have felt as a kid? There's a lot, it moves into a feeling mode so quickly. How would I feel? And I think nines, again, to go back to the Enneagram piece, nines notoriously can only assess what other people are experiencing and feeling and are disconnected from what, from what we ourselves are th- feeling and experiencing. Can you brainwash yourself with a good mantra? Mantras are very helpful, and that is a huge thing that helped me get my to-do list done on Monday. So if... if- You've started task whatever. Yeah. Whether you love it or hate it, it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Interruption comes in. Can you can you stick with a single mantra and just tell the kid 
or whoever it is, hey, if you'll give me 10 minutes, I'll be able to love you better. Okay, that's good. That's does a good that, script for a response, for sure. Does it answer the questions of your heart, the concerns of your heart to do it that way? It does, because it assesses what their need is. And our kids, I mean, except for Nico, our kid, our older kids, our older four, are old enough to grasp that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Nico is a little bit more... <laughs> Yeah. to reason with. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much is going to do his way all the way, all the time. In typical toddler fashion. Yeah. Um, another mantra that uh, you kind of encouraged me into and coached me into was, um, how did I say it? I will only do the work that is mine. Yeah. Because a lot of times I end up spinning my wheels around the house because I see tasks that have gone undone that were not my chore to do. But they aren't done, and I don't want to interrupt the kids and what they're doing to tell them to do their chores, which you think is ridiculous. I do. I do. (laughs) To the point where the other night, so we've given, we have two bathrooms in our home, and we've given each daughter responsibility over one of those with the rule that every day they are to make sure that there are minimally two rolls of toilet paper in the bathroom at all times because we are so fatigued with doing the pants around the ankle, shuffle down the hallway. Where's the turn tickets? I got a mess on my hands. Um, I had gone, it was, it was after their bedtime. Yep. I had gone into the restroom. Luckily, I wasn't doing that kind of business there, but I noticed there was no toilet paper. No, not even one roll, Whoa. much less the two. Yeah. And so I woke up, the daughter responsible for that bathroom, made her get up, go down to the dungeon basement, yep. get more toilet paper, and put it where it was supposed to go. Yes. And I feel like that was that was loving her far more than me going and doing it. Yes. But do you, do you understand on a level, though? Can you get into my, get behind my eyes? I think I can to a degree. Okay. Because I think what you don't imagine correctly is, I think you perceive that I enjoyed that. I do. I didn't. Okay. I didn't at all. And it would have been much easier just to handle it myself. Yeah. Rather than have the conversation, try not to lose my cool with something that's so ridiculous. Yeah. For a child of that age to not just daily do a thing. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't enjoy that, and I hate. I hate seeing my kids struggle with things, be upset, be frustrated. It's hard, but it's those little, those little things that matter. Yes. Just like, just like us, mm-hmm. they also need a few fixed things in their life that, no matter how the day goes, they can say, "Hey, this day was terrible, but you know what? There's toilet paper in my bathroom." Right. Yes, and that has become foundational for me. When everything feels bad, to just dial it back and be like, everyone got fed. Yeah. Everyone is safe. You know, like just what the bare minimum basics are. Yeah. That can be a sense of accomplishment, too. So, okay, this was good conversation. I just, I think that the, I, I really wanted to come back and revisit the idea that people of my predilection, however you want to call that, mm-hmm. don't like routines. In fact, Enneagram 9s are known for being so attached to their routines and their patterns that they don't adjust and do something different. Okay, I remembered, I remembered my point. Oh, good. I remembered my point. All right. So I don't think it's a, it's a fair definition to say, I love this thing if yeah. you choose other things above it. Okay. To me, then, the truth 
beyond what language you use is different. I could tell everybody out there, I love kale chips. Yes. I don't eat them. I could tell more, more realistically, I could tell people, hey, you know, I really, I love, and I may even mean that I love the way I feel when I eat healthy, but I plainly love not eating healthy more than I love eating healthy, or I wouldn't choose it continually. So I can't say on that scale, oh, I love eating healthy. That's not fair and true. Okay. So you may enjoy how life goes when you have stuck to a routine. Yes. But I would still softly resist that you love routine or you would stick to it. Okay. You you love or you love a different routine than what you're claiming. You love the routine of screwing yourself over <laughs> to do things for other people that weren't necessary all that. Is that unfair? Ugh. That's not it's, unfair. It's not a criticism. Yeah. I'm really just trying to Yeah. To, to see this right. Yes. It's just, it's how it appears. Right. Is that you, you love the routine of, of that more than you do, than you do the routine that caused you to knock out, what was it, 12 things off of a to-do list? Right. That was incredible. Yeah. But yeah. you loved how you felt after oh, you did that. Yeah. Much more so than after you laid down to get kicked in the ribs by the kids. That's true. I do that regularly. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. And so maybe for those of us who do have this stronger attachment to subjective and to feelings, if we can get more attached. Dogs. So sure. Stop it. They're protesting because their bedding's being washed. Yeah. And so they're feeling highly abused. Yes. Itchy floor. I mean, okay, speaking of the dogs, I'm going to say this one more thing, but then I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, okay but I wanted to say one more thing too. Oh my gosh, okay. Speaking of the, my predilection for putting other people's needs ahead of my own, I was so proud of myself on Sunday morning. I have to take the dogs for a walk every morning, even on Sundays when we go to early mass, because they are bananas if I don't. Mm -hmm. But I had to make a decision on my walk to cut the walk short because we were running out of time. But I had to deliberate with myself for more than a moment. Do I choose the dog's happiness or do I choose me being able to get myself ready for mass on time? It was a good choice. I made the correct choice, but I felt like this is such a shining example of how prone I am to looking around to everything around me. What will cause the most positivity, happiness, and harmony in the moment? Right. The dogs don't care. They got to go on their short little walk. Right. They're not even sentient beings, no. but I had to deliberate with myself whether or not to get back to the house in time to get ready for mass. It so, does. All of this comes from a very loving perspective, and yeah. I don't want to overlook that okay. at all. I don't think you're just a blithering idiot that's like, how can I screw this up? I am <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that, we honestly. All, we all feel that way often. Yeah. The one the one thing I did want to offer, yeah. um, This and this is the same for anything, if, if you're wanting to identify and establish a procedure, don't don't go in and try to procedure your whole life right now. Okay. Pick one thing and pick something that takes the least amount of time possible. And we kind of intimated this with the discussion of, hey, I'm going to clean for 15 seconds. Yes. Pick something small that you can, you cannot feel guilty that the kids, you know, hey, leave me the hell alone for 15 <laughs> seconds, would you? <laughs> Do something there. Yeah. Enjoy that success and build from there. That is very good advice. The 15 second thing has given me so much freedom to just do a thing. Yeah. And I wanted to say too, like for those of us who are intuitively attached to subjective to our feelings, um, if we can 
focus on that feeling when we have done yeah. the thing. Yes, celebration like, is important. Yes, that that might help us in the future to be like, you know what? On Monday, I felt so freaking good when I had stomped out that to-do yeah. list and let that be the motivation and, and to kind of metaphorically kick the kids aside and yeah. do what needs to be done. I just heard a guy within the last month talk about this kind of from the perspective of learning how to negotiate with yourself. Mm. And so that when you have accomplished something and even beforehand set it out with yourself as you're arguing with you, yes, set it out to be like, Hey, I know, you know, I know I haven't been the best business partner in the past here, but if you'll work with me and we'll do this thing, I will reward you later. Beyond celebration even, reward yourself. You say this to yourself? Yes. Okay. Yes. I like that idea. And so if you like a, a Starbucks coffee or a something, you, you make a deal with yourself. Okay. If you'll, if you'll help me stay on task to do this one thing and all that, I will buy you a coffee later. This, this is huge because a component of why sometimes I keep putting things off and, and not doing this because I feel bad that I haven't gotten to the thing. So if I can just treat it like a negotiation and be right. up front and say, I know I haven't done the best yeah. job with this. Because the self you're talking to is like, yeah, bullshit. I've heard all this before. <laughs> We're going to start this on Monday because you always start on a Monday. By afternoon, you will have not started it and we'll hold off until the next Monday. <laughs> yourself knows yourself quite well. Yes. And this is me too. I'm not directing this at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. And so I thought that was brilliant. Yes. I that was brilliant. I love that. You, okay. have to, you have to woo yourself. Talk yourself into it. Okay. I like it. I'll try it. Cool. Well, let's uh, tra transition into the non-segment at the end. Yes. Uh, watch, read, listen, lifestyle. Okay. Well, for watching, you could certainly go watch old reruns of I Love Lucy if you can find them. Mm -hmm. You could, again, if you could find it, watch the 1926 version of Don Juan, the movie. If not, the 1995 version, I understand, is not too terrible. It's just not the same. Sure. I don't think there's quite as much kissing. Right? <laughs> Probably not. Does, does the 1926 version still hold the record? For yeah, the most? according to the thing I read. Okay. You know, I'm not out there consulting the same people that run the presidential polls. <laughs> course we all know about how trustworthy those are um yeah and then i probably would say we probably shouldn't try to go watch old calcutta i i genuinely was going to check out the youtubes to see if i mean not to see the nudity but just oh, to see come on now well, I don't think meg YouTube, loves a nude does youtube even allow you nudity if you're quick you okay. can see somebody steal before they pull it down i'm just that by deal, I meant video. That transitioned into a whole second message. Yes, it did. Excellent. Well, then, while you're at it, you should go read. You need to go read, clearly, to get your mind out of the gutter. I am not the gutter mind here. Ecclesium Suum. You, you can find any of the encyclicals or papal documents. Yeah. The Vatican has everything online. I'm going to prepare you for the fact that it's extremely hard to read because they have some... A little font weirdness. Really unfortunate background. That too, yeah, yeah. The whole entire catechism, and it's not a small amount of writing, is right. online, but it all has this crazy background that makes it really hard to read. Yeah. Just with your, just visually, but. Just, just with your eyes. Just the with ones your you eyes. read with. The, the, yeah, that's the only part that's going to be annoyed. Um, also, if you don't want to read Ecclesium Suum, go check out what Pope Francis's encyclicals. They're yeah. shorter, they're easier to comprehend, and they're very uplifting. So Yeah, you can do a little little googing to determine topically if there's something you're 
you're interested in just to, even if you're interested because you'd like to know how to argue against it, whatever, it's, it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, what about listening? I would recommend if you enjoy personality talk. And go, I know you do. And I know Kyle doesn't, but if I you mean, do. Some. I enjoy talking to you. Thank you. You can go check out the Personality Hacker podcast. This is one I've known about for years and I've listened to many an episode from them. They have been creating all kinds of podcast episodes on any, almost every system of personality. They started with Myers-Briggs. They have pivoted. It. Once Enneagram started having a big moment in our culture, they started doing Enneagram stuff. Search for your type on the Personality Hacker podcast if you want to dig deeper into why you do the things that you do. Have you ever had them as guests or been their guests? Um, no. Maybe you should. Maybe so. Maybe I have some should. ideas. Okay. I have lots of ideas. We don't pursue most of them, but I have some ideas. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens. Don't let me that. forget. Okay. Lifestyle. If you like flies, eat some watermelon, throw the rinds in your backyard, or just leave them on the counter. They will appear out of nowhere if yep. you like possums and raccoons, put them in your uh, compost pit. What'd you say? Compost pit. Compost pit, okay. <laughs> I didn't say it right. I, yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought you made it dirty. Um, okay, wow. What about, uh, what's going on with Instagram? Instagram owned by Facebook. Our Facebook overlords are like, we will not have TikTok overtake us in right. popularity. So right. we're going to develop a thing. We're going to call Instagram Reels, R-E-E-L-S. It's not fishing. It's not fishing. It's well, been- it is. It's fishing for your private information. <laughs> oh, That's a whole dang. different thing. Sick bird. Zuckerberg. 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 Um, and not wrong either. Yeah. Um, Instagram Reels is a, going to be a TikTok knockoff. Um, they've released it in three countries already. I think in Germany, like Brazil maybe, and then somewhere else. Um, but it's the same concept. Just like what they had Instagram do with stealing the very idea of Snapchat from Snapchat and putting yeah. it into stories. They are developing this. Um, under the name of Reels. So we shall see what happens. Did you have any news item that came across with this? Or you just... I just I just saw the blurb and okay. I figured you probably knew more about it than I did. And I was curious. Um, it, and I don't mean to put you on the spot at all, but I didn't know if that would be something that you'd start feeding some stuff into. I think in, in, on one hand, it would be easier because it, it does feel like the user interface, while similar... And I only know this because I've watched a couple of YouTube videos from people that already have it um, in their country. Um, it feels like the user interface, if you're already used to how Instagram works, would be easier than TikTok. Okay. Um, so, yes. And so we'll see what happens. I think that there was a pretty big race to get it released because of the idea that, of TikTok being banned. Although now right. it looks like maybe TikTok will not be banned if the but Microsoft was, thing goes yeah. there. Yeah, but there'd still be the competition. Yes, definitely. And so I would guess, yeah, they're probably they probably got really serious about this when they realized they weren't in the running. Yes. To get hands on anymore. That's right. And here is a very important component of that: Instagram has a user base um, that is far more expansive in age yes. than TikTok. Now, a lot of people our age during quarantine started watching TikTok. You do a lot of dumb things when you're locked down. Absolutely. But so Instagram, again, I really think this is all under the umbrella of Facebook, recognized in Snapchat, like this is a really popular app, but people are, I don't know how to do Snapchat. I've never put it on my phone. But they were like, let's take it, let's take their literal concept and just fold it into Instagram. 
because there is going to be a segment of users who will never download Snapchat, but they like the functionality of what Snapchat does. And that's how Instagram stories were born. So I definitely can see them moving forward, even if TikTok doesn't get banned, moving forward with Reels because it's that same concept. People love TikTok, but there's a huge segment. Remember when I did that poll in the Sort of Awesome Hangout? Right. The vast majority of people are like, I've never, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to watch TikTok. Right. I don't care about TikTok. I don't even wear a wristwatch. <laughs> right? Something okay, it like took that. me a minute to make yeah, the it. Was, it was not the best of dad jokes ever. <laughs> anyway, all of that to say. Can't hit them all out of the park. Yeah. Uh, I could see them definitely moving forward with this because they want to capture that usability functionality for the I'm never going to put TikTok on my phone part of their right. audience space. All right. Well, I'm going to change your life right now. Okay. Cheetos Mm -hmm. just released Cheeto-flavored mac and cheese. Okay. Actual mac and cheese. Finally. And of course they did. Why why is it taking so long? I feel like I've crunched up Cheetos and dumped them in mac and cheese before, which effectively is kind of what it seems like. It comes in its own little individual cup, and it kind of looks like just a bag of Cheetos seasonings that you dump over the top of everything. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it's delicious. So, um, okay, that's interesting. So you, it, it, like you make it like, it's like regular mac and cheese. Right, but yeah, the thing I saw, and maybe it's boxes too, the little thing I saw was like little, little, like individual serving cups. Okay, so you would fix it, boil the pasta, probably in the microwave. Yeah, and then you'd, you'd dump in your powder. And the powder is what has, carries the Cheeto flavor. Yeah, to just okay. like your fingers after you've had some Cheetos. Yes, good. Which that probably was some type of copyright infringement off of Silence of the Lambs. Just it was then. the exact same sound. Um, anyway, for this to be taken down. they're doing this in three flavors. Okay. They've got the Flaming Hot, the Bold and Cheesy, and the Cheesy Jalapeno. From the quick reading I did, the consensus seems to be that the Flaming Hot is most exact to the Cheeto. Okay. That the others taste like mac and cheese with Cheetos cheese, which is, what's wrong with that? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have, enjoy yourself some mac and cheesy Cheeto-y things. That damn. All right. All right. I'm exhausted. I feel like I need to put my clothes back on. It's time. Okay. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. Thank you for visiting with me today. And thank you. And for those of you who have listened and or watched, hey, we're up to what, 85, 86 reviews? Yes. We're so close to hitting the 100 mark. Thank you, everyone who has left yes. a review. Please, the last few of you, give in and put it up so we can have the drawings already. Yes. In the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. 127 Kisses is a lot for one movie. They must have generally been short in duration. A couple from Thailand holds the world record for the longest kiss. It lasted 58 hours. 35 minutes, and 58 seconds. The longest time to kiss a car is 76 hours. It doesn't sound as fun, but what do I know? Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up! What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.